the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors with your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Bill George. Hour three, here we go, the Big Wild Outdoors. Good morning, everybody. Thank you so much for joining Holy us. Holy crap, it's already 9 o'clock. For our last hour. Wow. Remember, if you ever miss the uh, previous two hours, you can always go to bigandwild.com and catch past shows. All you got to do is just click on the little button right there that says past shows, and it'll take you where you want to go, and you can listen either right there, or you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and all the other places where you get That's your uh, podcast. Tune in, tune in. That's yeah, tune I got in. It. Yeah, you can listen to all us right. there. Got to admit, it's been kind of a friendly show today. Uh, yeah, no, no fighting feeling, today. I'm feeling no fighting. Little, well, except for when somebody started talking about clay pigeons, you got a little defensive. Yeah, you, you know, you, there was a one. There was and one he, shut and up. He, and he's next to me. <laughs> you know, so there was there was one shut up. You can, can catch a fresh one real quick in the first time. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Never mind. God, you've turned you've turned into your abuela. Whatever. Keep yeah. Going. Next thing you know, he's gonna be taking a shoe off. Hey. Bill George? No, hey. that, that's called Bill a, George? that's called a chancleta. <laughs> <laughs> Bill George, don't make me take this shoe off. Hey, from the way he talked, said the way he's acting Thursday. Now both sides are starting to get even back out. So you know you don't have an no, advantage. No, 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 no. He's far from even. No. Oh. <laughs> Would you leave dead Stop. squirrels in the back of my truck to uh, pop? <gasps> The, it, there, there's a little bit coming. That Are was, you just hanging was, them like the was, ducks? Listen, that was miscommunication is what that was, okay? Oh. I was, I was giving them away. And speaking of that, <laughs> I have to, I, I meant to ask you that question. Why are you pointing at me? I didn't do no, nothing. No, I meant to ask you that question because somebody asked me that this week. They're like, is that a Louisiana thing with the hanging the ducks up for A couple chicken? of days? Yeah. Actually, it's an old British thing. I mean, it's been around for a long time. You got to let them age up a little bit. You know, I, I no, remember no, I, I no saw it on you. a no, thank you. I saw it on some hunting show uh, back in the day where, you know, the British one where they would shoot a pheasant and they would tie it to a string, put it out on the porch, and when it eventually rotted and fell off the string, then it was perfect to eat. Uh, no, thank you. That's what I was. Because there was a person who listens to the show that asked me that question. They're like, "Why you?" We heard y'all talking about duck hunting and how they hang them. They'll hang ducks up for so many days, and that I'm like, Listen, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it takes <laughs> maybe, some maybe, delivery out of it. Maybe if it's, you know, 20 degrees out, yeah. but no. not, not when in it's Florida. Hot. Yeah, not when it's hot. I can tell you when I lived in Italy for a number of years, that's one of the things I remember is going and seeing in the windows of some of the markets the poultry hanging. With there. feathers and everything still yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That's how they sold it. Yeah. So. so they're hanging for a couple of days. Sure. It makes well, it a little. Uh, tenderized. I guess. Aged. Maybe it gives it a little bit of a bolder flavor. I don't know. I've never had one. Aged, Everything. aged they, beef. They, we got they, aged yeah. chicken. They must sell a lot of Alka-Seltzer and stuff like that over there. Maalox and all that. Don't have to. You got olive oil on everything. It's all yeah, good. Well. That'll <laughs> clean it right out. No, thank you. Man. Uh, speaking of uh, our resources, I don't know if you guys heard this, uh, but uh, as a a uh, conservationist and a hunter out there. This is a story that every time I hear one of these, it always drives me nuts. And 
yes, I may be in bed with some animal rights people or I may be in bed with some uh, uh, environmentally tree hugger type people, but this is one of the ones that we're, we could all come together on. And I think that uh, when the announcement was made this past week that uh, the state of Florida has okayed Nestle to pump 1 million gallons a day from uh, the springs here in the state of Florida, then I think that everybody here who lives here should have a say. Now, that right there, you should have a stakeholder in it. I don't care which, where you live in the state of Florida because, uh, you know, tapping into Jenny Springs for a million gallons of spring water to sell back to us in plastic bottles. A just, day. Yeah, a day. A day. A million a day. And uh, I remember when they did it to the springs up there off of 39. We used to go up there and swim as kids all the time. And then one day we pull up there and there's two cops sitting there. You know, two sheriffs, and they're like, boys, it's all closed. Crystal Springs can't swim here anymore. We're like, why? Well, it was bought by, uh, I guess, Evian or one of the, one of the, you know, other companies of Evian. And so you couldn't swim in it anymore. It was done. We're talking about generations of people who used to take their kids there all the well, time. There's, there's still a pile of cars parked on 39 a lot. And uh, they go on back there still. I don't know where they're going. They're going up by the river, but they're not going to the spring. Because, trust me, I said, I looked at my brothers and I said, just get back in the truck. I know the back way in. And, of course, before we started walking off, the sheriff goes, and don't think about swimming back up through the river because we got a guy sitting over in the park turning everybody back from there, too. And I was like, dang it. Sovereign submerged it. lands, baby. Like, dang it, he the knows waters the, are flowing. He you knows could the be a going. The Bill no. George Legal Department. Well, if you go by the river and you go that way into it, then yeah, there's a way to get in there. But for for anybody else on land, no, no. The, any other any other time, you couldn't do it. What if you're just floating on by? Uh, it's well, just, it's you know, where it starts. That's you, where I'm you're saying. not floating upstream. But uh, uh. the uh, critics, of course, have promised immediately to appeal the decision on Jenny Springs by the seven-member governing board of the Swanee River Water Management District. They made the decision for you, and the approval is expected to uh, still get a blow from activists who say that further pumping of the crystal blue waters would put at risk the health of the already taxed river and the the surrounding ecosystem. And I always say, you know, sinkholes, you know, they, they happen for a reason. Once you take the water away, and you notice it happens during times of drought, once those ceilings weaken and they're not filled up with water anymore, boom. That's when holes start you know, being made in the state of Florida. Well, I got a question. How many millions of gallons just flow out of the spring and down the river? I have no idea. Okay. So you don't even know if you're talking about a significant amount of water. I mean, if the water's just flowing out and flowing into the ocean or gulf, in that particular case, and you're at less than a tenth of 1% of the flow, is it significant? I don't know. Do your homework. I think that the vast majority of the reasons why, because if they close Jenny Springs, yeah, because now you have, you know, guys, it's a popular place where people go get certified gonna, for they're diving. They're going to drill a hole. They're going to get for diving. Uh, you got people that swim they're and paddle close and hang springs. it down. They're going to do- drill a hole. Well, they said that about Crystal too. No, but they, they didn't. close it down. Crystal, Crystal Springs is surrounded by private land, and it's also a big giant park. It was a big, beautiful place. It was just like when you go down to any other spring place. It's it wasn't just a hole in the ground where people park pickup trucks around the hole and jumped in there. 
I mean, they had restroom facilities. They had all, you know, it was a big giant area. It was a little seawall there. I mean, it was really nicely done. And how much money was that spent? We never got that back. They didn't pay us back. But it, was it private land the whole time? Just because it was a park doesn't mean it wasn't private land. And then they sold it off and then shut the gates and said, thanks for coming. Yeah. Bye-bye. Take it easy. I, for one, I am not in favor of them pumping out water out of our springs and selling it back anything. out of it. They're going to let it just gush on out. I, for one, am not for them pumping a bunch of water out a million gallons a day out of there uh, and then selling it back to us in plastic bottles. It doesn't make any sense to me. If you're going to tap into it. So you rather them pump a million dollars of water out and grow vegetables and then turn around, let half of it evaporate off and sell you the vegetable. And that's okay, but selling it to you as water is not okay. No, it's not. I said it was a peaceful show. It's not. <laughs> and and there's some stares going back and forth. It, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. that uh, if you're uh, Like I was going to say, if you're going to pump that water out of there, then it should be piped into places that maybe need the water. Well, the, I mean, if, well, well, I would love to have spring water coming out of my tap in St. Petersburg. I think what Bill's trying to say is if the water's flowing out anyway, if they take a million gallons of that as it's flowing out going to the ocean, what's the difference? That's what he's trying to say. The difference is, is that it's water that if you're going to, if they're going to do that, then why don't they allow people to pump it out themselves, put they it do. in their it's own apple, well. and then pump it out themselves while they're right there at the springs, put it in a big plastic okay. apple barrel, okay. and take it home and go it sell like it somewhere. It looks like we'll continue after the break, guys. I mean, if, if I could do it, if they can do it, why can't I do Who it? Who says you can't? Yeah. Who denied you? Apparently the Who Southwest Water Management right? District or the Swanee River Management District. Just like most people, complain they can't do something, there's nothing to stop them but them doing it. Ooh, yeah. Ooh shots fired. Yeah. Bang, bang. Ding, ding. Okay, corners. What do you mean there's no stopping? What what says that I can't write them a letter or the I music, can't make them a phone the call? Music's no, running out. There's nothing that will stop you from going and getting your water. The music's running out. Except three bridges. And the Swanee River Management District, who's going to sit there and go, you're going to come up here with a giant pump that I get from uh, Harris Auctions and pump out 1,000 gallons a day into a car and then go sell it somewhere Auction on the street corner? All right, we're taking a break. Mama. Brought to you by Round Brandon one. Ford. Go your corners. Big and Wild Outdoors brought to you by Brandon Ford. Stay right there. We'll be back. Welcome back, everybody. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden, Jonathan, Carlos, Bill George, everybody who's uh, there. We're all hanging here. Diego's answering the phone. I bet I know who it is. I think it's Johnny Boy is calling us. He's got that big auction going on today. It'll be a good thing. Yeah. You know Carlos, what? Carlos is missing out on that. That's a, that's a fish. They had all those fish ponds. You know, I'm gonna. Oh, uh, I wish I had the money. Now that you got me processing area. No. Now that oh, you yeah. got me thoroughly pissed off, Bill George. I'm gonna go ahead and call the Swanee River Management <laughs> District this past week, and I'm gonna ask them what it's gonna take for me to be able to come up there and pump a thousand gallons of water out of the uh, Jenny Springs every single day and take it down the street and sell it to Yankees on uh, I-75 or US-19 as 
fresh Florida spring water straight from the springs. I'm going to be able to do that for you so that we can all do that and have a good time. John, how are you doing this morning, man? Good morning. Where are you at? Are you, are you outside today? I'm outside in the heart of Why Mama. Oh, yeah. You got a Why big, Mama? You got that big old auction going on today, my friend. Yeah, it's, it's gotten a lot bigger because my client, I didn't know, besides being a, a salvage guy and a rigger, he's also kind of a pack rat. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah, but that's okay. It's good for the people here because they're coming out with their eyes falling out of their head, all these tools and whatnot. Did- but, yeah, we're... We're in a fish farm in Waimama. So, but, Mr. No John, is that. it like the last auction? Do they have a nice big pole barn that they can get under when there's a rainstorm? No, no we do not have. <laughs> we have a nice pond we can jump in if you just want to get totally wet. But we don't, we don't have any. No. But so, uh, I tell you, my next life, I'm going to be a weatherman and not an auctioneer. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's good money in that. Well, well I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna ask you. I mean, if if people want to get there, how? What's the easiest way to get there? Because you can get pretty lost in Waimama. Yep. No, no, not at all. It's downtown here. 301 674. Just go 301 south of Bonita Road and turn left. Okay. Or you can go Come to north, turn right. Or you can go to Harris Auctions LLC.com and you can get info there. And at Harris or Auctions. Give, yep, give me a call. Yep. All the above. We're going to get started here in about an hour. At a Harris Auctions, everything gets sold. Right? That is That's true. Right. Everything. Absolutely. Everything. That's right. It's going. And if you want to bid, take it from somebody who's been to this auction. Do it quick. This man likes well, it when you start off with what you want to pay for it, and you generally end up done. with it. No oh, is that? Second guess. Just do it. That's how it works. You just go two hundred. No, at two thousand. Yeah. Oh yeah, you like of course everybody likes the bigger number. Sure, the bigger number's better. Don't worry, money's no object. Well, now this okay. one, this one's going to get underway at what ten o'clock? You kicking yeah, it off? Yeah, yeah, we're. Yeah, we're going to get it 10 and probably going to take about three hours. Wow. You got that much stuff to get through. Seriously? Well, yeah, there's probably 200 items here, but there's some neat stuff I got to do some talking about because I'm not sure what it is, but I'll figure it out by the time I get there. <laughs> well, like we talked about it a little bit last week, uh, I mean, there's a lot of stainless steel stuff in there and the sausage bins and the uh, the tables alone. If you're a guy who likes to do your own processing or clean your deer or you got a a crazy uh, turkey camp that you do every single year out in the middle of the woods. Hint, hint. And uh, you might need some uh, gear that's, <laughs> that's easy to rinse off, and you know it's not going to rust away, and you can clean it off with a with a rag and some Dawn dishwashing liquid. That'd be fine. Uh, looking at the pictures that you got up on the site, I see that there's some more stuff that's been added to this that weren't there on the last uh, thing on the flyer. Uh, stuff that I've never seen on here before. A lot of big... Welcome to my world. That's called a client that says, hey, I decided to get rid of the rest of it at the last minute, and now I'm throwing stuff off on the website, and people are going, I know you had that. I ought to come to that auction. I said, well, it is what it is. We're going to sell They can it. bid online. No, they can't. This is oh, real no. No, you got to no, be... No, no, no. You got to show up and show me yourself. Those online people evaporate after I tell them what they paid for something, then they disappear. Oh no! No, this is these are real folks down here. This is a real genuine farm auction. Equipment trucks, like you said, the stainless steel tables. The old boy came from Crystal River yesterday and his just you know jaw hit the ground. He said, "Man, I I process wild hogs." He said, "This is this is Disney World to me." Yeah, I, I called uh, Al at Al's Wild Meats and said, "Hey, man, you need to go check out this auction because." There's a lot of processing stuff on here with that big old bandsaw and 
chicken plucker well, machine, and, and I mean, there's all kinds of stuff. Bill, in here. Bill hit the nail on the head with some of the stuff he was talking about earlier. You go to auctions like this, and there's stuff on there that, yeah, it might have had a purpose for, you know, like you said, the sausage tubs or anything like that. But that's like the big mixer that you guys have there. I mean, I do some feed products that you mix feed with corn and stuff like that. And, I mean, it would work the same way. Sure. It would get the job yep. done. Dude, they have an old tractor that you what? can put on the lawn as an ornament. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, man. Your wife well, is you, not uh, going to allow that. That old tractor is actually mowing right now. It's got a, belly, a woods belly mower on it. It actually runs 1954 Farmall Cub. Wow. But it's yeah. actually working, so we got to turn it off to sell it. It's not the prettiest what? thing, but I'll but, tell you, hey, if it's it still a, works, yeah. little Rust-Oleum paint, man, you'll be hey. fine. You'll be good to go. Yeah, What's you it? want to impress all those mole crickets you're mowing over with that new fresh. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> there you go. What's in the uh, What's in those plastic barrels, or is it just plastic barrels? What would you like it to be? Uh, <laughs> nine, <laughs> nine millimeter, <laughs> five five six, Easy. and forty caliber mosquito larvae. No. I don't have anything that small. No, everything out here is big. Those plastic containers are four by fours. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What about the barrels? Yeah. The barrels? The barrels? Apple well, barrels? I think they used to put chickens in them. I'm not sure, but uh, chickens. Yeah, there's chicken stuff here. Well, I know that you got those big. Uh, there's one thing here. If you're a oh, chef or a looks- cook or an outdoor guy, uh, Bill Burkett, if you're listening, if uh, you want to see some stuff, uh, the those big giant. Oh. Stainless steel pans. I don't know how big they are, but they look like big serving jobbers out there. I mean, somebody fix a build a rail. Yeah. There's uh, stainless steel uh, tanks that look like uh, milk tanks, but they're not. Yep. Are they milk? Nope. Those are chicken. Those are sausage pots. Hundred gallon sausage pots. No. The, the, no, the ones that look like uh, milk gallon jobbers with the tops cut off. I think there's two handles on the side of them, and they've got a rounded top yeah, on them. Those are sausage pots, 100-gallon sausage pots. What? Yeah. 100 gallons. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, stainless steel. I got 12 of them. How many do you need? I well, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, there, there's my world right there because this is called repurposing. Listen, and, I yeah. turn around, I gave you your information to a few people, and I'm like, I got to call and find out if any of them made it because, like, that meat slicer and some of the other stuff, yeah. What no. do you think that big, giant meat slicer thing is going to go for? The, that's a Hobart 5801. That's about six grand yeah. used at this auction today, and it's starting to sprinkle here. We'll probably see less than 1000 bucks for it. Oh, wow. What about yeah, the bands? What about the big bandsaw? What do you think? Oh, which one? You talk, you talk, oh I'm sorry. The slice. Okay, the bandsaw is what I was talking about. No, the meat slicer. Yeah, the oh, meat. Beezer uh, buff. That, that's a rather expensive Yeah, that That's probably a couple hundred bucks. Wow. Yeah. But I can't, I can't speculate that because, I mean, that infers that there's a reserve and there's not. Ah, I see. No, you, yeah. just, you have how many years of history doing auctions? 17. Okay. That's called professional insight. <laughs> Well, <laughs> that yeah, you, yeah. you know it's your audience. Yeah, yeah. He, he also has this uh, hatch right thing. Bill, you could put yeah. gator, yeah. gator eggs in that, man. Yeah. Hatch gator <laughs> eggs in that thing. Yeah, it's primarily for fowl, but it's a, it's 100% automated where you can just push a button, and you can do pheasant, duck, geese, and after 20 days, you've got yourself a nice hatchling right on the bottom there. So Where yeah, am I seeing that? Nice Where are you piece. seeing that? I that's don't the, see it. That's on the... the last picture on the bottom. Yeah. There, your fingers. That right there? Yeah, that's it. Right there. Looks that like it, a computer. That thing, I was going to say, it looks like a pretty, pretty expensive piece of equipment. Starts at the top and it ends at the bottom. No. All I yeah, know is 
They y'all got so many meat products that they have to have an industrial rotor rooter drain cleaner outer because you didn't get enough veggies in your diet. I'm looking at the rail hooks. What are those? Yeah, Where are those, those at? Are right there. Right there. The rail hooks. Really? Somebody that's fixed Dude, to put a walk-in cooler in his outfitting here. business. That's uh, yeah. This is awesome, man. I mean, you got hose, you got piping, you got uh, pumps, you got water pumps. He always got... has good stuff, man. Hey, you know always. what? Those water pumps would be good if we want to go up to Jenny Springs and pump like, you know, 5,000 oh, gallons a day out of there. Put them into in. the stainless steel uh, piping there and uh, put it in the tanks and bring it back and sell it. Well, that's why I'm talking to the voice of outdoors. <laughs> yeah, right. And like, and like I said, yeah. when we were at the auction at that certain place that Too had kind. the certain alligator in the pond. Big Mo, Big Mo. And, uh-huh. and I remember buying, I don't know if you remember that generator that I bought, but I had two guys standing there next to me, and that was one of the items we were looking at. And John started out, and the generator retailed for probably fifteen to 1800 bucks. And when Mr. John said 500, I raised my hand and I thought the two guys standing next to me were going to fall over because, man, you started out that. That's what I want, dude. Yeah. And that's what I'm willing to pay. I don't play. I don't play. Sorry. $500 for a $1,500 keyless remote start generator. Sure. I'll take that. 8,500. Beautiful. And it's a business expense. Exactly. Exactly. And it's fun, too. We're going to have some fun, that's for sure. Well, yeah. that's good. Yeah. I mean, you got a ton of stuff on here for sure. I, half of it I don't even know. All I see is big, uh, pumpy-looking things, and it uh, looks like fire hoses and and everything else on here. I mean, You and uh, me both. It's a smorgasbord <laughs> of stuff, man, like always. Sprayers, uh, you know, cleaning off things, giant industrial Items you fans. can always find a use for. Yeah, exactly. Well, yep. that, I think that's what John always says. When you look at this stuff, as a guy, you look at it and go, what can I do with that? I mean, I, I want that, but what am I going to do with it? I mean, I can, I can make yep. it into this or I can make it into that. And then this thing here towards the bottom, you said it was some sort of skinning machine? The mm. the the. Oh. the uh, if I could blow up the picture, I can't blow up the picture. It's uh, the wizard. The oh, that the, that we know that's that's a skinning machine. That's yeah, that's a, neat yeah. a lot of guys use that for the Euro shops now, where they chop the meat off the lamb off the spit. That's what they use them for now. To have a circular blade on it, but that's an actual wizard is what that is. And those are used for skinning in a like a slaughterhouse. So I, I want to know how that thing works. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you turn it on and you start. You put the, Get after it. Right, yeah, that's exactly right. Watch your hands. It'll yeah. even do sandhill cranes. <laughs> really? Stop yeah. it. Yeah. Awesome. If you, if, if you have to ask, you probably shouldn't mess with it. <laughs> All right, John, the music's playing, so give me a rundown real quick. Ready to go? Where is it at? How do we get there? How do we find out? All that stuff. Just go to 301 and Benita Road in Wyoming and come on out here to 5201 Benita Road. We'll start at 10 o'clock. It's going to take about three hours. Okay. And if you need more information, you can go to harrisauctionsllc.com. Or give me a call at 813-784-3926. 813-784-3926. Guys, thanks a bunch. Starting to sprinkle here. Yep. Prices are going down. Bad news. <laughs> All right. <laughs> John, thanks for the call, man. We'll talk to you again soon, all right? Thank you. You, sir. Bye. See you. Bye. That's Harris, Harris Auctions, LLC. Go see. Check it out. That number, by the way, is right there on the webpage, so you'll have plenty of time to get it, write it down, and give them a call. The Big and Wild Outdoors, taking a break. We'll be right back.
Welcome. Welcome back, everybody. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors short break. Thank goodness. Steve Austin's in here in the studio harassing us. Causing trouble, here. causing trouble. Causing as always, trouble. As always. I'm not harassing. I, I came in to give you my, my support. It's a brother. I know. I thank you. When are you going to give me that shirt? Never. Dude, that's one of the original DK Flatwoods shirts. I full of brand new ones. I got, I got that one of them still, OG ones. That yep. one there has the epaulets on the yeah. corner. You don't even see those anymore, I've man. I've got like four of these hanging in the closet. Nobody's ever worn them. Feel that thing for me, Carlos. No, no. How soft is it? Also, he's got his Admiral bars that's right there. That's what I'm there. saying. How soft is that shirt? It's soft. butter soft. Yeah. And that means that shirt's over, what, 20 years old? 15 say, years old? Years I'm old. sure it's killed a few things. Uh, it, it, it's yeah, It's killing me right now. I wish you, I could have it. You don't have one? I have one like that, but it's it's so blonde. It's so light color. That one's still got a lot of green. It's still left well, in. It looks I good. I use the proper detergent, and I let it hang and dry. I do not <laughs> use a dryer. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's it. I was washing it in bleach. Maybe that's there a bad idea. Uh, yeah, I do that stuff. Mine goes idea. in the dryer. Yeah, mine goes in the dryer, too. Yeah, I got the vaccine. Yeah, you did. Congratulations yeah, on your you know, shot. I got like a ton of energy this week. It's weird. Yeah, because now you don't fear death. Yeah, that has a lot to do with it. <laughs> yeah. Now it makes you feel well, better. I have one more shot to get, but I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about did it. Did they give it to you in the arm, or did you take yeah, it like a man? You know, you know what kills me is I, I registered through Publix online. Uh-huh. And uh, I thought, man, I'm going to go down there. I'm going to be sitting there for four hours. My appointment's 11 a.m. I get there at 1030. Not another living soul there but me. Well, that moved you up. And goes, driver's license. I show it to her, and she goes, right there, there's the pharmacist. He looks up and goes, you Steve Austin? I go, yeah. He goes, I'll be right out with your shot. Yeah, because they know who you are. Minutes. Yeah, they cleared no. out the whole place just for Steve. No, Steve Austin's didn't. coming I in. Can, we must, people know you were coming. They didn't want to show up. <laughs> I, I just think too. there's a lot more vaccine around right now. Don't take the Johnson & Johnson because it only works 60%. Jeez, now he's a medical you know, expert. You know who's passing that out? The V8 or our veterans, of course. Well, I hope not. John, is that true? Have you got your shot yet, big hands? Ah, uh, yeah, brother. I've had both of them. Oh, you got both your shots? Both well, yep, yep. Steve got his got his How's first dose, and uh, he said it didn't taste very good. He was hoping for a really nice, smooth bourbon flavor, but it wasn't like that at all. And, well, and, i got to you know, tell you, the second one is definitely worse. Uh, that's what yeah. I've heard, and uh, I've heard that yeah. from... But, from, you know, that's not necessarily true because it, according to the doctors and people I've talked to, which is hundreds of people, it's about 50-50. Some people go mow the yard the next day. Well, sure. Yeah. yeah. About and, 50% of them get a headache, feel yeah. bad for a day. Yeah. And, which is a whole lot better right. than smothering to death from COVID. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I guess. Yeah. But I tell you, man, I had no effects from the COVID virus. I had the virus, too, except for loss of taste and smell. And the second shot, every joint in my body hurt for two days. Nice. After well, that, it was over. But it well, definitely will say hello to you. Well, that's the difference between a Marine and a guy who went into the Air Force. So, you know, that's what it is. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> ouch. Here shots, we go. Shots fired again. <laughs> bam, bam. going to go there. Like Just I said, it was shot. a peaceful show. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was all peaceful. It was all good. Well, none of us are going to live once those people steal all our water and suck that out from under. That's right, Steve. Thank you for being on board. Yeah. So, John, what's going on in your world, my friend? Well, I just wanted to say thank you for um, having the opportunity to meet you guys last weekend. And I had to come back to St. Pete, but I did make it back to taste some of that food, and it was phenomenal. Oh, yeah? Did they have any squirrel and rice left over? I uh, know the squirrel and rice was gone, but I had some gator and had some of the catfish. 
couple <laughs> other interesting things that I didn't really know what it was. Probably Don't ask, it. just eat it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But it was, but it was, it was good. good. Yeah, but it was good. Every, everything was great. And you guys do a heck of a job, man. I just want to commend you on what you do. Oh, thank you. Thank you, sir. So now you got to get over. Now you got to get over and see us over at G five. Yeah, I never did make it up there, but I plan on doing it today. I'm kind of busy, but I am definitely going to come up and see you sometime during the week. I have to work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, but I'll definitely get up there and check out your shop. Awesome. Interested in seeing what all you got. Now you know, just to get off topic a little bit, I know you do a lot of stuff at the VA and do a lot of stuff with uh, with our veterans and stuff. Did you? Did you get the uh, Johnson and Johnson, or is that uh, a rumor that I'm hearing? That's one shot. He's no, they they have both out there. They have the Pfizer and the Johnson and Johnson. So it depends on where you're going and what you're doing. Yeah, mostly the employees that work out there mostly had the Pfizer shot. So that's which the, was a two shot regiment. Yeah. yeah. So you're the one. You're out of. Work. Are you hanging out at Bay Pines? Is that the one that you go hang out at? Yeah, I'm the. Uh, hospital coordinator for the disabled american veterans out there oh. and if anybody needs help you know feel free i gave you my cards you can get my number out it's fine i i do what i do for free i don't want anything from anyone other than just refer somebody else to me so i can help them yeah well stevie steve needs all the help he can get so yeah. uh yeah uh, well, well well you know i mean it was a it is what it is you know you can't <laughs> you can't change it <laughs> you know what you know bypass us from now on when you want to go fishing or you want to go do something like that call johnny boy man he's got all the hookups man really yeah he's your boy well so does steve though he's I got know. all the hookups well don't shoot anything with a face on saturday <laughs> only on saturday is that what it is <laughs> yeah yeah maybe i don't need anything with a face uh, on saturday oh whatever I don't know what he's talking about. It's a family show. It is. Cause what, what, what's wrong with that? I don't know. He'll eat the crap out of Taco Bell on a Saturday, and it used I to have oysters. something. They don't have a face. Uh, Maybe their mamas made. Uh, Easy. Mama, they know who they are. Their mamas Easy. know. Easy. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> well, is there anything else you want to hawk on us there, Johnny Boy, or you want to just hang out and get out and go, go enjoy your great Saturday? Well, it's uh, starting to rain over here in St. Pete. I've got a couple of vets I have to go say hello to and try to help them with some paperwork this weekend so i won't be able to make it out to the turkey shoot mm-hmm. at least to see you guys at the turkey shoot well but anyway there, there won't be any sh- there won't be any shooting going on there'll be uh i understand okay no oh, there'll be yeah, a, there'll be some shooting just, it just won't be guns well yeah. that's true yeah. exactly <laughs> before a lot of work hey, you guys are great man thank you john we you appreciate it i really do and I appreciate y'all. You're welcome, man. Anything we can do to help you out, man, let us know. All right. It was a great, it was a pleasure meeting you last weekend yes, sir. for sure. Yeah, for sure. You guys are great. Like I said, it's it's a fantastic show. You're very informative. You're lighthearted, and you get the word out on things that need to be done. Thank you, you sir. Much more. Awesome. Well, go do a smoky right, burn out in the parking safe. lot. There you go. Yeah. See you, buddy. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Right. Bye. See ya. They call him Big Hands, John. <laughs> Big hands, John. Why is that? You know what? Big when hands. you shake his hand, you find out. Big boat. <laughs> they call him Big Hands because he's got his hands in everything, and he's always helping people out and doing stuff. Awesome. So they call him Big Hands. He's uh, doing that. I bet if I asked him to look up some chokes for me, he would have done it. Dude, it? I spent yesterday looking at Carlson chokes all day for your crappy Mossberg, and oh, I can't find gosh. them anywhere. Which, Here we go. Hey, Mainly I, because they only want to make them for a 28 gauge. I can call Scott Carlson personally and find out. There you go. What you you know, that hurts. That hurts. Uh, is Listen, it a 28 gauge? It's a 12 gauge my dad gave me. You know, the crappy one. Just <laughs> e- email me. You said it was a 
Email me what it is or text me and I'll get I thought I'll it was a different Scott. shotgun. Sorry, I wasn't insulting your dad. No, this is a Mossberg. I used to be the rep for them, and I have a Mossberg. What do you I, got? I, which I one? Need, I need those. He wants, jokes, he wants sporting jokes. glaze chokes, which come in a myriad of sizes well, I and know, chokes. But I, I don't know what these are that's in it because I haven't taken them out yet. Well, then, I had my grandson last night, and he had to play with did every you want extended? Do you want extended chokes, or do you want them flushed with like, the barrel? Like the extended chokes. Well, then make the call. you got to show off a little bit. I just need the info, man. I'll find out. Yeah, make the call, buddy. You, you know, you and Mr. Carlson, you can call him in the shower. We're here to believe oh, man. <laughs> yes, yeah. we are. No, he knows. I got I got a thousand phone numbers here, man. I got a lot of phone call numbers. Call him up. Tell him you need two. You need one both. You want both? You don't want the same choke top and bottom. No. In fact, I'll have him probably call the show the next time I come So you're going to need a full choke on the top, but you're going to need a tighter know, choke on like the second choke. And he's got to have the case, too. modified and improved modified. What? Improve modified. Steve, Steve, tell them you've got to have the little plastic case, too, that you can flip open at every station and say, oh, wait, this is a swinging and a... Oh, yeah, so no, you can I be real, real hoity-toity. <laughs> yeah, he hates that guy. He'd rather shoot him. <laughs> nothing worse than a guy that yeah. decides, you know what, I think I'm going to put a different pad I'm on I'm going to put the, oh, I'm a, the .082 in here and the, see if uh, The sun is shining in a way that I'll put my vermilion sunglasses on for this, this oh, station. Oh, my Lord. I like Vermillion sunglasses. Well, I know I heard it on the podcast. Keep going. What? Oh, that's all I get. Why aren't you on the horn with Mr. Carlson? Steve's standing right here wanting chokes, and he I'm wants them now. I'm calling him in right. Kansas apparently, now. Apparently he wants them now because he's giving me a sack full of whatever. How you doing? Uh, because well, I, well, he so does that all the time. 686 asked you to look up for me uh, two years ago. 686, I already told you what they were going for, and he was like, that's too much. Which rifle did he make you buy? I didn't make him buy a rifle. He made me buy a shotgun. And? I bought a set or a seven millimeter 08 for my son. What's he get for his son? Tell him seven millimeter 08. Okay. <laughs> when we had the store, I bought a Glock 23. What did you buy the next week? Glock 23. Well, I bought a 22. So now we Glock know 22. where you learned but the all black your eagle, stuff from. I bought, I bought the. He got a black eagle. I had to get a black eagle. Who's who still I'm has? I'm telling you. Jay Miller used to laugh about it. He goes, what are you buying this week to drive Braden crazy? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so then, who, you know what? And the sad part is he still has his black eagle. Who, I sold I mine. Who got the Casul first? I the did. The 454. I did. One. He's, yeah. I got the Casul. Yeah, that's insane. I got a 44 he, mag. Yeah, he's got the mag. Red, and, Red Hawk. Yeah, and he's got the, there better, you go. He's that's got the better 1911, too. Oh. He's got a much nicer oh, 1911. Man, Smith & Wesson. Very Custom nice. Shop, 1911. Woo. Yeah. And, of course, you know the reason why he bought that one. Why? Tell him, Steve. I don't know why. Who owns that 1911 that you had to go get it because somebody else owned one? I don't remember. Who Not you. Magnum P.I.? What's that guy's name? Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck. Oh, Oh, he's right next to you. An uglier version, but mine next to you. He goes (laughs) and he buys this 1911 just as the phone call. Dude, I went and picked up the 1911. It's so awesome. Tom Selleck owns one. If it wasn't wasn't (laughs) the radio station, one I'd really like to bring in is a 1911. My dad bought two of them at the end of World War II. And both of them landed in France on D-Day with the 101st Airborne. Nice. So it's the G, and, it's and the government? Certified. I got the paperwork and everything. So really? Some paratrooper had that gun on and jumped. Nice. And it's a 1911. I've been offered a crap pile of money for that one. I think those are the only the good guns that actually stayed on the hip when they jumped out over there. Everything else seemed yeah. to fall off or get ripped out of their uh, bags. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I've, stupidly, when I was a teenager, I missed out every weekend. Pow, 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 pow. 
and, now I wouldn't shoot that. And, he, and he doesn't have just one. He has two. Yeah. Two 1911s. Well, because, uh, you know, they got to have a pair. You never know. If why, you leave them close did, enough. Why didn't he get two for one? General Patton. Why, when you guys were partners, why didn't you get one? I didn't I didn't get one. I never heard anything about the 1911s. That's oh. when he was schmoozing with Schwarzkopf. He probably got him a cut deal on uh, Hey, like you said, you yeah. got to have two. Work for General Patton. Yeah. Me and the general yeah, he and uh, you know he and uh, General uh, Schwarzkopf used to sit over there and sip uh, hot toddies together and talk about oh, the good we, old we, days. We talk about Hemingway books. And Hemingway books. Massage each other's shoulders no. and uh, <laughs> man, we could do a whole show on that. I tell, I tell you the best thing about that, and I'll get out of here. But I was standing behind the counter one day, and we're doing an inventory, doing inventory, and somebody I hear the bell ring comes in. I don't even look up. I said, "Give me just a moment, sir. I got to put a, a number in here." And when I get through, I look up and I go, "Can I have?" And it's Schwarzkopf. And what is the first thing he does? He actually saluted him. and He goes, "Please don't do that." <laughs> I, I said to him one day, "I said you got a ten million dollar bounty on you. Don't you worry about it." He goes, "No, I got you and these guys with guns." Yeah. <laughs> Plus, I got this in my back yeah, pocket. Yeah, he had yeah. that cold commander. T- in the tough back of tough as nails, guy. Loved him. We got to take a break, Steve. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Love you. All get right. out. See you, Steve. Bye. I want that shirt. It's a big and wild outdoors brought to you by Brandon Ford. We'll be right back. As I said, it was a peaceful show. Yeah, yeah that was funny during the break. <sighs> this is why we can't put cameras in the room. Steve Austin's always a hoot, man. This is why we can't do these kind of things. Because, no, this uh, is why we're going to put cameras uh, in the room and charge extra. The, the <laughs> stories, man, the stories. Uh, I, you know what? I, I don't know how many other talented individuals in this building, Gino and uh, Dave McKay when he was alive and... And various other people have always said, Steve, I don't know why you just don't do a, a, a podcast show. I don't care if it's 20 minutes. I don't care if it's one story. And that's what we always wanted to call it was Stories of Steve. Oh, just SOS. Nah, stories it, of Steve. It would have to be full access. Listen. It would have to be like when we used to do that other show, you know, where you could say anything right. on the air and sure. not get in trouble. Yeah. That would be the great podcast. Well, no. I know... David Horn, his favorite Steve story was the lion or the whatnot while you Oh, out in Texas? Yes, turkey hunting. Guy goes, yeah, you want a rifle? (laughs) What do I need a rifle for? Well, there was a lion that escaped. A lion? What kind of lion? You tell me that now. Oh, you know, those big, like, African lions. An African lion? A lion. (laughs) What kind? There's only one kind. No, he's got a million of them. And some of them, as he pointed out here in the room, uh... Could not be put over the FCC signal, that is for sure. Because they're colorful. And there's also a lot of them that include a lot of people well, no, of, yeah. of uh, celebrities that, celebrityism that yeah. uh, would probably not go over very well with we their keep, PR people. Yeah, we keep well, things tight-lipped here. We well, don't, we one don't or tell. two that we know about, that the, as you said in the past, that y'all can't tell the stories. No. Or the, or the videos. <laughs> or the videos. Yeah, thank God the the old eight millimeter I think has gone the way. Thank of the God, Dota. cell phones didn't have uh, cameras back then. I will say that probably one of the funniest ones I think that Steve ever was on with us. We took um, Aaron Tippin. We took him out uh, hog hunting up around uh, Bushnell in that area up there, 
uh, Buck Fuller's place. We went up there, and uh, he wanted to go hunt with his 357 Magnum. He wanted to shoot a hog with his pistol. So we get out, and, you know, Aaron's got that voice that's kind of high up there, you know, and he talks really high. A little bit of an accent. We get him around the corner, and uh, we leave him at this spot, and Steve and I are, are just basically the tagalongs, you know. We're not really out there hunting, per se. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, we hear that we hear that sucker roar, man. Boom! You know, and then hear a boom! Hear another one go off. Don't hear a squeal. Don't hear anything. And Aaron, I, we can hear him all the way. I mean, we're like 100 yards away. We hear him going, boys, I'm going to need some help out here, boys. What, he shot some robins? So we get over there, and we're like, <laughs> we thought it was a hog on the ground because, you know, two shots. I need some help. We get over there. He's standing there, and he goes, he ran off right through there. And we're like, ran off? What do you mean ran off? Yeah, he ran off right through there, boys. Let's go get him. We're like, what do you mean let's go get him? Did you kill him? I think I hit him. Not sure if I hit him, but I think I hit him. <laughs> we're like, so you want us to go dig around in that swamp out here? I mean, water up to our thighs trying to look for this hog. How big was he? He was about this tall, and he was about that, about, a, about maybe a 90-pounder. And he roared off two rounds at it and missed it. And we spent the next three hours out there digging around through that swamp looking for a hog that was supposedly kind of hit, but not hit. <laughs> well, at least he got to shoot. And uh, he was happy. He was happy. He didn't care as long as he got off the bus and got to go play in the woods and all that kind of stuff. I'll have to let Steve come in one day and tell you about a country artist who borrowed his bucket. That was a great one. Oh, Lord. He borrowed his plastic bucket because they were camping up at the same spot up there at uh, Buck Fuller's place. They wanted to camp. Mm-hmm. You know, they got in early, so the bus was going to meet them there. They were going to come pick them up in a Jeep. Uh, they towed it down behind the tour bus. And uh, they said, oh, man, we don't have a bucket. Can I borrow your bucket? And Steve said, sure, you can have my bucket. So he's like, great. So when he got back. They gave him back his bucket. They went out, killed a couple of hogs. It was really nice. It was a good time. They went archery and they shot a couple of hogs. Him and his drummer. And uh, we got the bucket back. And then about a week and a half later, Steve got a, a picture in the mail from him, a letter, thank you letter. It said, "Man, we really appreciate you taking us. It was a great time. Mm-hmm. You and Brain were a hoot." Blah 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 blah. By the way, P.S. Thanks so much for the use of the bucket. And there was a picture of something in it of the drummer. Sitting on the bucket with a magazine, pants pulled down. They were using the bucket as a there you as go. A bucket. <laughs> what it was intended for. What Steve said, oh, they for clean- the love of Pete, at least they cleaned it out, but I'm a, I went home immediately and threw the bucket away. <laughs> He's like, great. He goes, you know what I should have talking about it? I should have put it up on Evie and said, uh, this artist, you know, actually used this as a loo. I have a picture and proof. Still might have some DNA. Exactly. It's like having Elvis Presley's gum. If you swab it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we want to. Nice. But that's the kind of thing you can actually do on the show. I was like, dude, you could fill up, do a half-hour show, Stories of Steve. That's all you need. Yeah, podcast. Do them out of your living room. I be, don't care. It, it would be as good as Joe Rogan's. Easily. Yep. It would be just as entertaining, yep. and if not funnier. And have, uh, a few, and have a few goofballs in it, too, like everybody in this room. Every once in a while would be a good thing to play off of somebody. Yep. Uh, before we get out of here, let me go ahead and remind you of a couple of things. Don't forget, mark your calendars. It has been set in stone, at least for the time being. Uh, June 19th, that's on a Saturday. That is the Panfish Challenge happening up at Panavista Lodge. It's going to be a good time, Ed, by all. Bring the kids, bring the wife, bring the cousins, bring uh, half your church, whatever you want to do. Come out for a great day of fishing. You can walk away with some great prizes. Every kid does. It's absolutely free for the kids to get all that stuff. And if you want a cabin, 
Book it Call early. now. Yeah, if you want a cabin or a pontoon boat or a little John boat or something, <clears throat> and you want to stay at a cabin, you better uh, book it. Book Panta it in Vista advance. Panavista Lodge. Yeah, Panavista Lodge, panavista.com. You can find it online easily. And uh, don't forget, today going on out of G5 is their, uh, their big uh, turkey agenda uh, sale going on out there, big turkey deal. George is going to go. Carla's going to go. I'm going to go. Uh, all these, all the guide makers. Uh, Chad Hodge is going to be out there. Chris Graham's going to be there. Uh, Rick Farida. Rick, yeah, Rick Farida. All those guys. Uh, William Sullivan. Stanford. Stanford. All these guys are going to be there, selling their calls and giving all their information. That uh, you ask the question, they go. And more importantly, they do have turkey loads. They do and have turkey meat loads. On the grill. They have a turkey calling contest that you don't have to be the most greatest person to win because we're not competing against professionals and they're got a door prize of a 410 shotgun that somebody who attends is going to win yeah they get uh they, they give away more than just that they give away yeah, no, but door that's, prizes. that's the big one got to have elk burgers out there that you can come out and have yourself a nice little lunch before you maybe you head off to the strawberry festival for the evening and uh, it's going to be a good time had by all. And we hope to see you out there, be standing around, shaking hands, kissing babies, doing whatever, and uh, go check it out. If you've never been there before, uh, there's lots of stuff in there to see. And if well, you need some baby chicks, we got baby chicks. While I was on the, going into last break, my buddy was texting me he, and calling me. He says, did you get the text I sent? I was like, no, I haven't looked at it. And when did you send it? He had just sent a text. There was a hen turkey. He lives over there. By Babe Sahara's golf course over there in in North Tampa, and there there is a turkey sitting in his feeder. Now this he is not in the wild. I mean it's it's very very populated with houses, but uh, there he had a turkey eating out of the feeder in town. They always are. You know, those are the smart ones. The smart ones that get up on people's roofs and uh, hang out, you know, and Mrs. Jenkins thinks it's a pet. And, uh, nanner, nanner, baby. Yeah. You can't. And, and oh. they're out there going, you can't do nothing about it. And last week, my buddies killed two uh, in the same day in Hawaii. They're down there right now. Killed two. And you know what was in the picture with their two turkeys? The ocean. Uh, oh, yeah, I know. I saw it. A volcano. No. Well, there was a volcano there, but. The monkey. The two orange barrel of monkey yeah. plastic things were on the the just by the fan. The monkeys that you get if you come to uh, Florida here and you don't kill an Osceola turkey and you're part of our camp, you're 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 destined to carry a, tur- a monkey around with you in your turkey vest until you come back and you kill a Florida turkey. You got to carry that monkey monkey around with you it's called the monkey on your back and uh there there they are with their two turkeys and the monkeys are sitting on the backs of the turkeys with them very nice well so, so does that mean they get to throw away the monkey it's no, off their back it's not a florida turkey oh so it only counts no, for an osceola no, this, this they have to come and kill a florida turkey it doesn't matter if you're guided on private land hunt you just got to kill a florida turkey and uh it's one of the traditions that we we started there at camp, along with the the bat. We have a plastic, what it's not a true wiffle ball bat, but it's a plastic bat. And if you have a miss, you got to sign the bat. So <laughs> what does the bat stand for? I don't understand. What a swing it? and a miss. Ah, uh, swing and a miss. 
So, so we turn around. If if you swing and miss, you your name goes on the bat. You got to sign it, and you put who you are and what state you're from. Very nice. So well, that bat is a, a proud displayer at camp. You're going to have to at least come out one day and and stroll through and see camp and see some of the turkey killers that come there. And it's an awesome camp, but I'm not one of the turkey killers. Um, well, it's one uh, of not those. Yet. Occasionally, it's, I get not one. yet. Why isn't uh, uh, well? I know a couple of people that want to come out to your camp this year. One of them being Jeremy, he wants to get out there and hook up with you and see what it's going to take to uh, get out there and get involved in it. And I, he was out there. He's all geeked up. He was ready to buy calls and everything last night. He's like, "Should I get one of these or how about a couple of these or one of those?" I said, "Dude, tomorrow is a big turkey day. It's going to be filled with professionals." Talk to them. Talk we're going to raffle out some spots. Listen, I will tell you one thing I know. Most of those people would not give you a spot for nothing. Well, that that is true. It's one of trade. our listeners called. I gave them a spot. Good trade. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll no. see you in a week. week? It is a big and wild yeah. outdoors. Be Later. Safe. Later. Have a great Stay week, dry. everybody. Stay dry.